This is Green Seas, the podcast by Tradewinds about the environment and the business of the ocean. I'm Eric Priante Martin, and today we're going to talk about an effort to transform a major tanker company into a green shipping company. Regular readers of Tradewinds are familiar with a drama that was going on at a major tanker-owning company. Norwegian Cypriot shipping tycoon John Fredriksen and Belgium Savory's family had a battle over control of Euronav. It was also a fight over two opposing views on the future of oil tankers. Fredriksen wanted to build a bigger tanker platform. By contrast, the Savory's, which founded Euronav three decades ago, wanted to invest tanker profits into a greener future for shipping, powered by hydrogen and ammonia. A deal that ended the war a few months ago involved Fredrickson paying more than $2 billion to buy 24 of Euronav's modern VLCCs, and that cleared the Savory's way to pursue their goal. Alexander Savory's, chief executive of their company Maritime Belge, or CMB, is now also chief executive of Euronav. He has proposed a deal that will see Euronav use much of the cash from the Fredrickson transaction to buy CMB Tech, the green shipping arm of his family's company, and then Euronav will be rebranded as CMB Tech. Here he is, speaking at a capital markets day last week, ahead of a shareholder vote on the proposal. The current CMB Tech, which is a market leader in green ships, has a modern fleet of over 100 low-carbon future-proof vessels and is operating an integrated hydrogen and ammonia value chain. Bringing this together, it is our aim to create the new CMB Tech, the reference in sustainable shipping, creating value through a diversified fleet and a strong focus on decarbonization. We will use, produce, distribute, and in the medium run, transport and carry low carbon fuels. We believe we can be the only investable, diversified green shipping platform for ESG funds and investors. And we continue, that's at least our intention, to be listed in Brussels and in New York under the new ticker symbol CMBT. An investable green shipping platform for ESG investors. Those that bet their money on environmental, social, and governance factors. The company that Savory's described is something new in today's shipping world. Sure, there are small companies focused on green shipping. There are also big companies investing in green shipping, but it's only part of what they do. It's not their core. And let's be clear, if the deal is approved, the new CMB Tech will still have Euronav's oil tankers, but that's always been part of the Savory's pitch, to use tanker profits to pay for the decarbonization of shipping. What do we stand for? We want to be the global reference in sustainable shipping. That means four things. First and foremost, we create value with a diverse, sustainable, and high-quality asset base and cash flows. We reward our shareholders. Secondly, Tech focuses on hydrogen for small ships, ammonia for large ships. We power green marine value chains, shipping assets, port assets, hydrogen and ammonia production infrastructure. Thirdly, we attract and inspire the best talents. And last but not least, we want to serve our customers with the best, most reliable and safe services. Our customers who are at the center of the energy transition. My colleague Gary Dixon is one of the Tradewinds reporters who's been covering the Euronav saga, and he tuned in to last week's presentation to investors. You have to admire their ambition 
I mean, they they really stuck with what they've been saying over the last few months um, with the with the green agenda um, and recycling that that tank of cash. So they do have that one billion plus dollars, which they said they wouldn't um, put into dividends. They wanted to reinvest, and then they have this massive um, potentially one hundred and twenty ship uh, low carbon ship order, um, sixty with uh, hydrogen, the smaller ships, and sixty with ammonia, the larger ones. Gary wrote a story last week that detailed those proposed orders. The combined company will have five vessels on the water that are ready for ammonia fueling and 34 on order, so the planned orders will bring the total ammonia-powered fleet eventually to 99 ships in the tanker, container, and dry bulk sectors. The 60 new hydrogen-powered vessels will bring the total to 83, made up of crew transfer vessels, tugs, commissioning service operation vessels for the offshore wind sector, and mini-bulkers. The ambition is to be this the biggest or the only investable green platform. The problem with that is they still have some older diesel tankers in Euronav, which I presume will gradually be phased out. Um, and then it will be a kind of cross-sector play on hydrogen and ammonia, everything from small CTVs for the wind farms up to VLCCs. Um, they did mention concrete plans to order chemical tankers, LRs, small bulkers running on hydrogen, and it is going to cost, along with other investments in green fuel, it's probably going to cost them between $3 billion and $5 billion over, over five years. So the next question is, where, where is the rest of that money coming from? There's going to be some massive financing needed, and they have to prove their green credentials to tap into green financing if they want to do it that way. To explore the ambition of transforming Euronav into the new CMB Tech as a green shipping company, I checked in with Michael Weber, whose Weber Research and Advisory focuses on shipping and energy. It's well known in shipping for its ESG scorecard, which looks at the environmental, social, and governance performance of listed shipping companies. He told me that the description of the combined company as an investable green shipping platform is largely accurate. What's always intrigued me about CMB Tech and I can say this looking at it from the market side, from from the tanker side, but also from from the the alternative fuel side. This this is not a uh, like it's not speculative, right? In, in that sense, like a, lo a lot of a lot of shipping companies and a lot of industrial and energy players will dip their toe into the water on a speculative trade, kind of stick to their knitting, and it's 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 very much a it's a venture trade, and that's that's fine at first, right? But it's hard to consider that entity then a truly diversified kind of going concern within that specific vertical, right? They're gaining some interesting vertical exposure, right? Early and earlier in the life cycle than they typically would. But what's, what's different with, with CMB is just the sheer breadth of, of what they've been doing. All you have to do is look at what CMB Tech built before this proposed merger with Euronav. It has been a pioneer in hydrogen-fueled shipping. It has the world's first tug with combustion engines powered by hydrogen, the first crew transfer vessel for wind farms that's powered by the fuel, and the world's first passenger vessel to have dual-fueled engines that can use hydrogen. Hydrogen emits no carbon, although you need molecules produced in a zero-emission supply chain for it to be fully green. CMB Tech has also ordered ships that will be ready for the addition of ammonia fuel, which is another low-carbon option. There aren't any ammonia engines out there yet, but the company's been working on that too. And it's not just ships. CMB Tech has also built an infrastructure and distribution network for hydrogen applications, both on land and at sea. They've been like, tactically and tangibly operating and investing in this space for, for quite a while, 
right? When you think about alternative fuels, uh, distribution networks, kind of critical connective tissue and infrastructure, they're not trying to figure out which lane they want to be in, right? They're well along the curve in terms of knowledge base, having having actually gained practical and tangible lessons around, around commercialization and application. But is there an appetite among investors for the type of company that Euronav is aiming to become by merging with CMB Tech? Weber thinks there will be for some investors in a company that has a market-leading presence like Euronav's and that's future-proofed by CMB Tech's position in alternative fuels. In terms of large entities that throw off a significant amount of cash, that have a, a, a well-known and highly regarded presence in the energy supply chain, that also happen to be very astute operators within alternative fuels across multiple asset classes and applications, um, it would take somebody starting from scratch you know, a decade to get to where CMB Tech is, right? There are no shortcuts to get there. With a focus on hydrogen and ammonia, CMB Tech is going big on decarbonization bets that others in shipping aren't making yet. Which leads me to wonder whether that's a risky proposition from an investor's perspective. Weber doesn't see that. He said his firm has done a lot of work looking at methanol, hydrogen, and ammonia, and he told me there's not going to be one solution as shipping works to decarbonize. And I think the most important thing that, that I think about in terms of CMB is that this isn't an academic exercise. They're working backwards from a commercialization perspective, right? They've got real capital in play. Like, these guys aren't f***ing around. Weber wanted me to bleep that. But to be clear, that was the F word. It's not a hope trade, right? They, they work backwards from tangible, real-world commercial applications, right? So when they're putting money into something, they've got customers behind it. They've done the work either at the port or at the project. They know what will play from a commercial perspective. You're not seeing a ton of wild speculative risk. Here's more on the environment and the business of the ocean. For the Green Seas newsletter, I looked at the role that John Kerry has played in pushing shipping to decarbonize now that he's stepping down as U.S. President Joe Biden's top diplomat on climate change. Here's his favorite thing to say about shipping. If shipping were a nation, shipping would be the eighth largest emitter in the world. Get the newsletter in your inbox by signing up at tinyurl.com slash greenseas. Shipowner Okeanos Eco Tankers has reported a 13% improvement in a key carbon intensity metric as a result of fleet efficiency. The company's ESG report showed an average efficiency ratio of 2.09 grams of CO2 per ton mile. And German shipowner Elbdick Reedery has ordered two more methanol fuel container ships in China. The vessels will be chartered to operator Unifita Group. Read these stories and more at tradewindsnews.com. Music for this episode is by Dave Fox from Pixabay.